0: founder of com, as well as the CEO of Pierre Medical Consulting, helping you empower yourself for better health with the number one podcast for patient advocacy, affirmation, and education. This week, we bring you another COVID-19 update. Uh, The title is aptly called 1 million deaths and counting, right? Because unfortunately, obviously nothing to celebrate, right? But we just recently passed the 1 million death mark here in the United States. And we're going to talk about it, right? We're going to talk about, you know, the most updated stats like we like to do with these uh, COVID-19 update podcast episodes. And more importantly, you know, again, we'll just kind of give my perspective as a hospital physician on, you know, what COVID-19 has done within the hospital And, you know, unfortunately, what do we have to look forward to, you know, for the rest of the year? Like always, remember to subscribe to the podcast, leave a five star review and share this out with at least one friend. So this week we are bringing you another one of our COVID updates. As you can see the title, One Million Deaths and Counting, just so you can kind of get the mood of what we're going to be talking about today. As you may know, recently we just crossed the one million death mark as far as COVID cases here in the United States, obviously with a lot more worldwide. So let's kind of give an update on, you know, what COVID is as far as the numbers, as far as the cases, of course, as far as this vaccinations, we're going to talk a little bit about boosters and more importantly, just kind of give a monologue on what it looks like now, right? You know, as an internist, hospital physician, I work in kind of several different levels of the medical field, whether it be in the acute care setting, whether it be in a long-term care setting, and not even the rehabs, right? So I have a good look on what the Pulse looks like, especially here in South Florida. And I just want to kind of give, you know, again, my personal thoughts on a person who is not only been on the front lines, but continue to remains on the front lines here during this pandemic, right? So let's first start out again, especially for my YouTube watchers. Again, I always encourage uh, you guys to watch Medicine Mondays on YouTube so you can kind of get the visual aspects of what we're talking about. Um, let's let's kind of go over some of the numbers here. Just so you kind of get an idea of you know what we're leading for so we know right now here in the United States hope you can look that um, again and I love doing this it's a quick Google search It makes it so easy for you uh, to kind of know what's going on uh, right now we have about eighty three point two million Total cases here in the United States with about a, with a little bit over a million deaths. Right again, um, at the time there's recording, and this, I'm actually recording this on weekend, which is always difficult because they don't obviously they don't report their weekend numbers. So you tend to see a flush of increased numbers on that Monday and Tuesday type reporting, right? But we, again, we already know we're, we're a little bit over a million cases. Uh, here in the United States. And you can kind of see the states that are leading the charge and that really have been leading this charge this whole pandemic. California with a total number of cases about 9.45 million with about 91,000 deaths. Texas comes at number two with 6.83 million cases with about 88,000 Thousand deaths and Florida number three, of course, my state, um, with six point zero seven million cases total, with about seventy four thousand deaths. Right, and again, just to kind of give, go on back my monologue. You know, I talk about especially when it comes to the aspect of numbers and the aspect of reporting. Um, You know, Florida has been notorious a lot with a lot of other states right here have been notorious for really underreporting their numbers, not reporting all of their numbers. And, you know, with the and I've kind of discussed this with the advent of the home testing as far as, you know, test kits that get sent directly to your home. uh, We know that those are just the confirmed cases that we just happen to know. of, Right. So there's a lot of cases that we don't know of, uh, you know, whether they've been positive or negative, or whether they're a positive person just kind of decided to stay home or they're And they say, you know what, I'm not feeling any symptoms. So I'm going to go out and do what I need to do uh, in that regards. Right. So again, that's just kind of the U S uh, base cases here. I want to go in, then I do like, you know, I like to do like the worldwide aspect of it, right. Just to kind of give an idea of where we're at worldwide and in, in regards of the COVID cases and COVID numbers, right? So right now we have about 525 million total cases uh, in uh, the world as far as as regards to COVID with 6.28 million deaths, right? And again, who is leading the charge? Of course, the United States uh, with about, again, we kind of mentioned 83.2 million total cases, 1 million deaths. Number two is India with about 43.1 million cases right again a little bit under half of uh, cases uh, a little, little bit over half of cases of united states with about 524,000 deaths and brazil comes in at number three with about 30.8 million cases with about 666,000 uh, deaths um, you know since the start of this pandemic sorry to break your concentration i know you are probably knee deep into today's episode but do not forget Check out our Lunch and Learn community store, shop.drberrypierre.com. Remember to use the code EMPOWER10. And make sure you are leaving us a five-star review, especially on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Thank you. Now back to your regularly scheduled podcast. And I think it's important, especially when we think about, you know, the, the end of the pandemic, right? Because that is probably the one of the most well-searched, uh, and more common questions that I get all the time, like, hey, are we out of this pandemic? Is this pandemic over? Right. That's just, you know, I, I get that. When is this pandemic over? Because for a lot of people, that is a mental block that they need to kind of get over. Right. They want to be able to say, like, yes, I've made it through the pandemic and I have, quote unquote, nothing to worry about. Right. So let's just look at and I want to let's go back on our screen here just so we can kind of look at the um, the graph. Right. Just so you can see, just so you guys can get a a nice little idea again. Let's me break it down. Uh, United States again. Uh, United States here, so we can kind of see what the graphs are as far as kind of new cases are concerned. Especially if you're watching, if you're watching this on MSN Mondays, um, you see that you know we, we have a few humps here, right? We have this was our initial hump when the cases first started going crazy. Um, this around again the, that July. This is around the Delta time frame. We see this kind of outlier of an abnormal hump. That is what Omicron has done. And you can kind of see here us kind of tailing off, but again, your eyes do not deceive you. You can kind of see that, you know, over the past month or so, you know, cases have begun to rise. And we kind of mentioned this when we talked about the uh, the subvariant of the Omicron, um, you know, essentially, you know, causing uh, an increased number of cases. So now let's look at deaths during the same time frame again i I like and again i like showing people this graph right when they ask me about like you know how are we doing how like are we out of this pandemic i always kind of show them this graph because i want them to kind of visually see it right because it's one thing for me to get on here and you know talk about the numbers right it's another thing for you kind of visually see you know kind of this again this kind of roller coaster ride um, in regards to just average number of deaths within the seven pe- seven day period and, and whatnot right And like I said, I, I fully expect on Monday um, and Tuesday for us to see a kind of a bump and rise in cases that don't typically get uh, re- reported uh, over over the weekend, right And again, I, I do I do harp that the the light is a little brighter than what it has been. And by saying that, are we, in the clear, no, right? And we, right, we're not in the clear is because we know that there are pockets of cases and pockets of states and pockets of areas just in this country where things are starting to rise, right? We've already talked about how there's already, again, and I I like to think about when we talk about COVID, the reason why I like to separate the United States and what the worldwide uh, web is doing, right, or, right worldwide worldwide um, countries are doing, right, is because they operate um, with much more sense of urgency, and they are not you know, quick to get back to quote unquote normal because they understand how detrimental and how deadly disease was to their country, right? So they're not quick to rush back. Unlike the United States, who is like, let's go, 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 You know, every man and woman for themselves, let's keep it moving. So when we talk about just kind of the number of cases and we're seeing these rising cases, now, as you can see, obviously, depending on who you follow on social media or who do you follow um, or what news channels you may watch right like covid isn't you know a hot topic anymore right it is not something that gets talked about. You know, at the, the fervor that it used to be talked about. And what typically happens, unfortunately, and I, and this is kind of the reason why, especially in medicine, we have our months where we celebrate breast cancer awareness month, heart association month, right? Process. Like, the reason why we celebrate it is because we know for a lot of people, it is out of sight, out of mind. So for a lot of people who, when they're turning on that news and they're not seeing that ticker anymore of COVID cases and COVID deaths, and when they're not seeing, you know, being bombarded with COVID, when they're not, when that's not happening, they think everything is all good. Fortunately, you follow me, you watch me, you listen to me, and you listen to people like me. So you understand that we're we're we have still been talking about COVID. Hasn't really haven't changed anyone bits whatsoever. So again, for me, you're always going to get these kind of COVID updates on Lisa at least a monthly basis, just so you guys are aware, especially in the lunch Learn community. Hey, like yes, this is something we still need to worry about. So I want to talk about. And kind of transition over to kind of the the vaccines right because it's one thing to kind of talk about what um what COVID has done as far as deaths is, is concerned right but the vaccines are uh even more important right because it is playing a significant factor and you know why we're ready to move on or why we can move on like as you can see you're not hearing me say like no, I want everyone to stay inside because in I already know that that, especially here in the United States, that's not feasible, especially because people mentally are not going to go back to that again. We know that from a business perspective, that is not going to happen again, right, where people are like ready to like move forward. Right. We already know that. So let's talk about kind of the vaccines. right? Let me kind of share my screen here. All right. Perfect. And like I said, Google is our friend. I love Google. Um, Let's just talk about our vaccines, right? Just so we can get kind of the, uh, you know, here and me, let me break down, show it all, just so we can get a United States um, uh, version, right? Just so you can kind of see the numbers. Uh, As of May 19th, at least 258 million people have received at least one dose of the COVID, a COVID vaccine, depending on which one they got here in the United States. 67% 67% or 220 million are fully vaccinated. 67% again. Remember that number because remember we used to in the beginning we were all talking about the 70%. Hey, if we can get to 70%, if we can just do if we just get to that number quickly, like you know, we can get over it quickly. Of course, people scoffed at us, they didn't pay us any mind. Um, and then about 102 million people, or roughly 31% of the population, have gotten at least one. Booster. Now let's break it down again worldwide. Just so just so again, we, we can see what the worldwide numbers are. Uh, and, and I like showing, I like talking about this, right? Let me let me show myself real quick. I like I like showing just how many cases, especially here in the United States, and how many uh doses have been given out worldwide, right? Because you still have a contingent or horde of people who are like nah, like uh, I'm letting the guinea pigs go by and then I'll see what it looks like. You know, just trying to make an excuse why they're not going to get vaccinated. Again, you're grown, you're not getting vaccinated, just say you're not getting vaccinated. Um, So I like showing these numbers, right? Because it really is eye opening just so you can see just again, here in the United States and just worldwide, how many people actually receive uh, this dose, right? And the reason why I remember I was on my, I think it was on my one of my YouTube uh, videos where people said that like, oh, um, you know this first batch of COVID wow. vaccines. Everyone who got this is gonna die, right? Like, and and I try to and I try to I rationalize, I say, all right, let's think about this. Right? Do you think that millions of people, like dignitaries, worldwide leaders, are all gonna take this vaccine if they thought they were gonna die? Do you actually think that that's a possibility? But that's when I realized. That's what I realized. Those who are against the vaccine will make up any blatant lie they can to try to justify not getting the vaccine. Right. Like they just make up this a whole bunch of lies. Oh, I'm just waiting to see more people get it. Right. Just even those who've been affected. Right. Those who've been again, just a quick little uh, segue. Those who got covid um, and didn't get the vaccine. Those are the funniest people, right? Because the excuses they make, even though, and I'm not talking about got COVID been asymptomatic. I know plenty of people who have gotten COVID had been symptomatic uh, after getting COVID non-vaccinated, right? And still make up like these BS reasons of why they can't get vaccinated or why getting vaccinated wasn't important, right? When I tell you, talk about a luxury that you were just fortunate enough to not die from getting COVID because you were not vaccinated, And then to try to make light of like, oh, you see, I told you, I told you didn't need to get vaccinated. I just had a little cold that, you know, that took me out for like two weeks and I couldn't exercise. And I like that. That's all it was. Nothing biggie. Right. Again, just pure comedy uh, from those folks. Right. Let's uh, again, let's kind of look at these worldwide numbers real quick. Uh, Worldwide, like just just so you can kind of see 11.8 billion doses have been given out worldwide. 11.8 billion with a B, y'all. 4.71 4.71 billion people are fully vaccinated, which makes up about 60% of the worldwide population has been vaccinated um, due, from COVID, right? And, and uh, those numbers, just again, they're astonishing, but they're just amazing to see, you know, after two and a half years, right? Because again, we're not even year three yet, right? After two and a half years, kind of where we've gotten to versus where we started. Now, of course, unfortunately, to get to this point here, two and a half years later, we have a million people who did not make it and counting, right? Because it's still happening. We have a million families and more, right, who will forever be affected by this virus. And for, for those who don't think the million is like a big number, right? Remember in a two, two and a half year span, the flu, the flu that we all know that we all love the flu has killed in the past decade from the year 2010 to 2020 in the past decade. The flu has resulted in, here in the United States, 335,000 deaths, 335 in a 10 year span. So think about that in this two and a half year span, COVID was able to take out over a million people two and a half years. But in 10 years, the flu was only able to take out 335. And then depending on where, you could be closer to 359, right? But clearly nowhere near the million, right? Just to give you an idea of how many more decades would have to occur for the flu to catch up to that 1 million case, right? It's, so when, when you hear people scoff at the severity of COVID-19 and say like, oh, you know, it it only kills 1%, 2% people, right? Like when you hear people try to make that argument, you just hit them with the numbers. Like, hey, but yeah, but if a hundred million people end up getting COVID, 1%, 2% is a lot of people. And and I always ask, like, if you're okay, right, with one or 2% of people dying, like if you're like, hey, you know what? People are going to die. I'm okay with that. Then tell me which one of your family members you're okay with dying. Just just list them. List them out. Write them out. Like if that's your that's you're okay with, right? And and that's when you have to kind of snap people back into reality, and what we're dealing with when we talk about COVID, when we talk about you know the the severity of COVID, right? Because again, we're yes, we talk about the million people that died, and we talk about about what eighty three million people got COVID. That doesn't mean eighty three. The people who did not die are walking around running marathons. Like again, you know, I'm taking care. I'm taking care of patients who have been out of the hospital, been out of the hospital less than. Let me see. In the past six months, less than two weeks, right? They've been in hospital to long term care facility to extensive rehab, right? For the past six months, right? I'm talking to people who. Have will be forever debilitated from contracting COVID five months ago, six months ago, one year ago, still debilitated till this day. I I had an unfortunate, fortunate patient I was taking care of who now this wasn't this wasn't even a, a a direct effect from COVID, but it might as well been because of COVID. She lost contact with her physician. And because she lost contact with physician, we kind of talked about this before, because she lost contact with her physician, her physician, she didn't get her regular routine screening. Two years later, she realizes, like, hey, I haven't gotten a mammogram, you know, during this time. And in two years, she's developed, you know, significant late stage breast cancer. Now, again, that's that number is not going to be tallied to COVID, but it might as well been. The amount of people who we're going to have, and we I've talked about this before, we're going to have an increased number of deaths from people who just could not get in to see their doctor. We're going to have an increased number of deaths from people who, let's say, they were working and then they couldn't work anymore, so they lost their jobs, right, because of COVID and the effects of COVID, right? You, you're seeing layoffs happen everywhere, like. Facebook laying off people, Twitter laying off people, Netflix, like you're seeing layoffs happening at all different fashions because of the effects of this pandemic. So when when we talk about that 1 million deaths and counting, it's it's like, there's like a parenthesis of people who are forever going to be not necessarily counted within that 1 million deaths, but might as well be. And as a physician, especially over this past, I would say past three to six months, uh, and I'll just shorten it, right, past three months, right, the past three months where, you again, you continue to have more and more of a push for, you know, us to kind of get over it, right, and that's essentially what they're telling people, like, let's just get over it, let's just get over it, let's get back to new, you're seeing mass mandates, you know, being taken away, you're, you're seeing people just act like everything is normal, right, like, that's that's what's kind of happening, and even though, unfortunately, now, because it's not getting the fanfare that it used to get, right? These numbers are rising, the cases are rising. And unfortunately, the way the CDC kind of changed their guidelines to try to say like, like no, we're going to count hospitalizations, which is dirty and sneaky, because you know, and fortunately, at this time, two and a half years later, we got a good amount of our population vaccinated. And we know that being vaccinated helps decrease your hospitalizations. So because we have more and more people who are getting ill from COVID, but not necessarily being hospitalized, you know, it's being recognized at, as not a hot place, right? Not a significant concern, but we know the numbers are rising, right? Again, I'm, I'm recording this, right? It's going to come out, um, you know, what is this? Uh, like this third week of May, right? Coming third third week of May when it drops. And, and we know that even if you don't see significant numbers of you know, cases rise, right? We know there's still going to be significant people who get affected, significant people where, you know, they, maybe they miss work, right? They can't go to work, you know, they get sick, they're out for a period of time, their family gets out for a period of time, right? We know that that's going to continue to rise and it's really going to be up to, you know, physicians like myself and healthcare workers like myself and educators uh, like myself uh, to kind of continue to sound the horn and say like, hey guys, like, yes, I know you guys want Right to to get. I know you want to get over it, right? But like, if you're gonna get over it, it's gonna it's gonna take a group effort, right? We all know how group projects work. It's gonna take a group effort if we want to get to that point when I could say like, all right, yeah, you guys, you guys shouldn't have anything to worry about. Like again, I'm I've told you I am vaccinated. I'm boosted, right? Like I I, I can't get the second booster, right? I'm not eligible for it. But the second I'm eligible for it, I'm gonna get boosted as well. Uh, the whole family is vaccinated, right? Because it just it just because I want. To make sure that if something were to happen due to COVID, that I have done everything I can to try to prevent that, right? Like, and that's really the case in counting, right? When when we talk about these million cases, right? Like, these are a million people; these are a million plus families, right? Friends, like, who are gonna forever be affected by this? This t- in in the grand scheme of things, from a timing standpoint, two two years, right? Oh, not even three years yet not even three years and families worldwide but especially here in this country are forever affected and they're never going to get back right that right that that's like that norm that people are looking for like that's not gonna happen right like it's, it just is what it is it's just not gonna happen like at least this year right at least in the year 2022 I don't think so maybe in 2023, we're seeing a different tune, right? Maybe when we get up to, you know, 75% and 80% vaccinated and, you know, I think again, right, I think the numbers were like 30% boosted, right? Maybe when those numbers get higher and we're not having to worry about more variants that are deadlier, because again, variants are coming, right? They're going to continue to come because that's how these viruses work, right? These viruses want to continue living, right? So they're going to keep making variants. So we in the the healthcare field, the public health field, like have to continue to prepare our population right here, especially lunchroom and community and others, right? We have to continue to prepare you guys, you know, for those variants, right? Like I'm not even going to talk about monkeypox right now, right? That's a that's a whole other discussion, right? I got, I'll, pro- I'll probably have you know one of my infectious disease uh, you know friends kind of come on here to talk about that, right? But that that again, right? It just is what it is, right? Like it again, again, that's. I'm watching it right again, it is something I'm watching. I get it. right now, my eye is still on COVID on uh, and as well as the flu and everything else that it needs to be on. Uh, but you know, when you when you hear these kind of rumblings of these new viruses and these new you know bacteria and everything else that keep popping up, right? You can you can only right you can only watch with caution, right? You can only watch with caution and then you just, again just educate, you know, whoever needs to be educated, man. So again, I am Yours truly, guys, Dr. Barry again. Thank you for you know joining another episode of you know Medicine Mondays. And if you listen to us on a podcast, shout out to the Lunch and Learn Podcast Listeners, man. Appreciate all you guys uh and all you guys do for me. And I'm gonna see you guys next week. Thank you for getting to the end of the episode. I am yours truly, Dr. Barry Pierre Favorite board-certified internist. Like always, remember to subscribe to the podcast, leave us a five-star review, and more importantly, share this to at least two of the five of your friends and family members that you know that could be empowered with the words that you heard today. Again, so appreciative of all you guys' support. See you guys next week.